The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. How in the world are you? Man, man, oh man, oh man. Have we got just a plethora of stuff. You can quote me on that. Plethora of stuff for you today. Um, Easter weekend. Bless you. Of course, it's everybody wants to be with the family at the sunrise service. It'll be nice. And nobody wants to... Nobody wants to say out loud that they believe in the Easter bunny, but you know every store sells $8 billion worth of chocolate money, so somebody still believes in the Easter bunny. Okay? Somebody does. Been a busy week, though. Wow. I mean, we were spent the week uh, a, couple of, a couple of fantastic interviews on the Glenn Beck radio program. First of all, I don't want to promo his show because these guys are great. But we spent we spent a couple of days with the deep undercover, the former Russian spy. Uh, we spent yesterday. We talked to uh, the soldier uh, who told us some of the rules of engagement and what's been going on in Afghanistan and Iraq. That is just unbelievable. So if you have an opportunity, go back and listen to those interviews. Fascinating. The deep undercover, the former Russian spy. I really I, I started reading the book last night, and I'm I'm. I really want to do a, a like a ten part series with them. It's fascinating. Um, it'd be interesting. I, I could I could be a spy. <laughs> yeah, I could be a spy. You, all right, well, it might be not, but it's nice to you know pretend. And then uh, you know it's anniversary week. You know, I'm married to this one for fifteen years, and it's you know. Fun, fun, fun. And of course, the day that is our anniversary, I'm supposed to go out to dinner. We did that stupid bit on the Pat and Stu show. And, uh, you know, we did the story earlier in the week or last week about the guy that uh, set the world record for eating 255 peeps in five minutes. So, you know, we had to do the bit, uh, you know, and, and look, I'm not, I am not a, a, I'm not a sprint eater. I'm like the Kenyan of eaters. You know, I, that, I'm just long distance. But 
I also, you know, there's a there's a limit. I understand that at a point when you get to, you know, if you're going to be if you're going to be overweight, uh, there's you know several points at which you either stop or you power through. Uh, you know, most of the time, you power through. There's no such thing as, oh boy, I'm full, I need to stop. No, just finish. But I did the stupid peeps thing, and it was you know two hours of how many peeps you could eat on a just a regular, regular eating. It wasn't trying to, it wasn't trying to set a record. It wasn't trying to, you know, it would just be if you were home by yourself and had unlimited peeps. And uh, so it was about. I mean, the the bit was two hours, but really that show ended up being about an hour and forty minutes, hour and forty five minutes. And uh, you know, so I hit seventy one peeps, and. Uh, I put a stop to the dinner on the anniversary night. I mean, I was just letting you know. I wasn't sick, but I wasn't up for much of anything either. <laughs> and I will say that after about 50-55, you're starting to think, you know, I've just about had enough of these. <laughs> and that peep sugar is everywhere. In fact, I thought I cleaned it off everything, and then I went to get my mouse pad to use uh, during the radio show today that I use uh, on the desk for the TV show, and it still had still had peep dust on it, which got me thinking about the stupid peep show. And then uh, we told you about, uh, you know what, we're just going to go down the list of things. I'm going to get it off the plate today before we start getting into uh, serious business. Uh, we told you about Dom Theodore, the head of Blaze Radio, uh, his automobile accident a few weeks ago. He is recovering. Uh, he's been home. He's recovering, doing rehab. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Dom. Another one checked off the list. Car accident or no car accident. So happy birthday. And um, is it wrong? First of all, I don't think, I don't think the baby giraffe at the New York Zoo in, where is it, Harpersville, New York, I don't think that, I don't think that's real. I don't think there's ever going to be a baby giraffe. For the past two or three months, baby's coming, baby's coming, there's no, we just, you click on, it's clickbait, and you click onto the stupid giraffe video, and the giraffe is, you know, standing there. I'm like, okay, come on. Well, now apparently they claim that she is in, you know, all-out labor. She's wandering around. So, you know, the baby's coming, I guess. So, you know, of course, I'm hooked. So I clickbait on it. All all April is doing is, you know, bending her neck around and and smelling or licking her butt. Uh, I mean, of course, I stayed and watched. But I'm telling you, you know, that's all that's happening. So... I don't think it's real. I think that the zoo is going to come out and go, um, the giraffe was never pregnant. We just uh, we wanted to uh, raise some funds for the zoo. And uh, the giraffe that looks like uh, was a baby was just one of the Toys R Us stuffed giraffes. Okay. But I think actually now watching uh, April wander around here and continue to uh, refresh her rear, uh, I believe that, I believe that the baby giraffe is quite possibly on the way. So, 
Congratulations. Maybe we can have a whole naming party. And they may have already. I'm not, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Harpersville, New York giraffe baby naming going on. So they very well may have uh, done that. What else has happened? I mean, it's, I'm, headed, I'm going to Austin this weekend. It's right after the show. I'll just get, we'll get everything out of the way today before we get into the story. I'm going to Austin this weekend. So, uh, you know, spend a little time in uh, the city of Austin and we'll see what's happening in uh, the great, the great city of Austin. Um, see if I can actually, I don't know, get a grocery bag <laughs> coming out of the grocery store. <laughs> uh, sure you can. You can buy that cloth one right there for three bucks. Or you can carry it out with, just hold it in your hands and carry it out to your car, but you're not getting any plastic bag, okay? Actually, I think the last store I went to in Austin, they charged me like $18 for the plastic bag. And just to piss them off, I'll pay it. You want plastic? It'll cost you. Yes. And when you look outside, I'm going to throw it in the dirt, too. Okay? I paid for it. I'll throw it in the dirt. First thing, you'll be arrested in Austin, and the whole thing will go to hell. But uh, it'll be it'll be kind of cute. You know, we get to spend the family on Easter. There might be, you know, Easter bunny sighting. No, I'm just teasing. Easter bunny will come, though. I mean, it's possible to have an Easter family gathering without a chocolate Easter bunny. Delivered by the Easter Bunny. Hello. And I heard Michael Pelka, uh, his show uh, airs before this one, you know, it warms up the network for me. And uh, he was saying that uh, there's some children's theater thing and I, they go to all the time. He, uh, They're having their little Easter Bunny uh, parade thing going on today. Now, he claimed he made it quite a... Quite a strong statement that he wasn't the Easter Bunny, which made me think that he is the Easter Bunny. So if anyone happens to be in the whatever god-awful state he lives in, Delaware, in his little children theater thing, I mean, I would stop by and take a picture. It could be worth something. I don't know what, but it could be worth something. And then, of course, it's, uh, what is it, the Day of the Sun? I had the big party in North Korea, and we were all worried about, uh, you know, little Kimmy uh, launching a nuke, and they had everything moving, and now they're thinking they maybe got him in check because they had the big celebration and uh, the big party, and they were all hoop-stepping down the street with their military uniforms, and I looked at some of the pictures, and they show, you know, dressed in suits, and these guys are take behind cameras, and I wonder if those cameras are actually working. I doubt it. I think that they're just there for show. You know, the other cameras that you see, the video cameras are all okayed through little Kimmy. But those guys down on the street, no way they're taking pictures. Not a chance. He's not allowing that at all. No way. And he's got, uh, I'm looking forward to it, right? We're ready for the, we're ready for the uh, first response. Uh, they responded to uh, the United States Navy. Whereas we sent, uh, we sent our strike group to the Korean Peninsula, uh, they responded with uh, the DPRK, uh, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, is ready to react in any mode of war desired by the U.S. We will take the toughest counteraction against the provocateurs in order to defend ourselves by powerful force of arms. Uh-huh. Are you? 
are you? So I know that they're talking about us having a preemptive strike if we think he's got a nuke. Yeah, look, he might have one, or he might have. He might be able to put it on the head of a of a of a missile, right? I think that's the what they're concerned about. Um, and you know, look, he's not going to reach. He's not going to reach us, but he's going to do some harm. The bad thing is, is that if we do a preemptive strike, I mean, now you're looking at you're looking at thousands of deaths, if not millions, because he's going to then he'll just launch into Seoul. And it'll be ugly. And they saw the borders, uh, you know, gearing up a little bit. Russia sent some troops to uh, the uh, North Korea-Russian border. China, you know, China doesn't want that to happen. How many, how many refugees do you think? Do you think China, Russia, Japan wants North Korean refugees plowing into their country? No. And South Korea, no. <laughs> right. So... Good luck. I mean, I hope that they, uh, I hope that it works out. I mean, I, I have a feeling while it was quiet on their big celebration day, that's still kind of going on. I think they're like 18 days ahead of us or something. So we're kind of behind with getting the news, but, uh, they're still, they're still celebrating. It's the end of the celebration day of the day of the sun and little Kimmy's still partying and he's got, you know, all his party buddies there, except China didn't show up. China didn't show up, which means, I mean, I think they're telling little Kimmy, uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself, Kimmy. Uh, But one of the things that I found uh, during the celebration was uh, the national anthem of North Korea. Now, I don't know that I want to play it all for you because you're just going to be singing it all day. Uh, so I might just, you know, I might just stop it or, or just go into it a little bit. And I may, you know, play it a couple of times today because it's just, oh my gosh, it is so catchy. I thought, I I thought that's what they were playing when I heard the news clip last night. And so I, you know, I went online and I, and I listened to it and man, it is like so catchy. You are going to be, and I, and I apologize, uh, before I air it because you know how songs get in your head and you hear a couple of tunes or you're walking through a store and you hear something on their music system and you know then you're singing the song for two days at least I am and I've been I've been whistling the North Korean national anthem now for for hours huh The DPRK is ready to react to any mode of war desired by the U.S. We will take the toughest counteraction against the provocateurs in order to defend ourselves by powerful force of arms. I'm sorry. I know. I know. No, 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 don't bring it down. No, no, no. Oh, man, I am. Oof. 
I may have to post the link because some of the words you miss when they're singing it. So, you know, the one video that I have has got, uh, you know, the translation. So I don't want you to miss any of it. I mean, it almost makes you wonder. You know what it makes you wonder. Oh, man. I was better getting it there. Seriously. I don't know. No, just... I, I don't know if I should play the rest of it because you're already going to be whistling the whole thing all day. and You know, I mean, uh, well, I don't want to miss this. I don't want to miss this. Woo! You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The Jeff Fisher Show. Holy cow. Yes, it looks as if today is the day. In fact, we may have a a baby giraffe actually out of the mother before the end of this broadcast. Because right now... Partial giraffe is out of April in the zoo. Uh, I don't know how many people are watching uh, live online, but apparently uh, giraffes, when the mother starts turning their neck to lick their behind, um, that's when the baby's on the way, and she continues to do that. So, But there are two legs. Uh, uh, most giraffes, I think, have four, so it's not, it's not a complete birth yet. But there is, the birth is happening. And uh, so there are two legs coming uh, coming out of the rear of April. And um, one of the things that I'm a little concerned about is that there's one camera back up here in the corner and, uh, that perhaps the zoo should have thought about, hey, maybe we should put a camera on the other side too. Because if this damn giraffe comes up here in this front corner where we can't see it and has this baby, 
I am going to be a little a little more than upset, okay? Did you know that when it comes to treating a serious illness, and this is actually kind of concerning. We, uh, I read this earlier in the week. Two brains are better than one, according to a new study. Nine in ten people who go for a second opinion after seeing a doctor are likely to leave with a refined or new diagnosis from what they were first told. So that means among updated diagnoses, 66% received a refined or redefined diagnosis. 21% were diagnosed with something completely different. Wait, what? Now, I know that's not a problem because insurance companies just say, hey, go get it checked. Go, go check it out. Go to all the specialists you want. Don't you worry about it. We'll cover it for you. Uh-huh. And they also uh, are concerned that uh, patients uh, may face uh, unexpen- unexpected expenditures. Yeah, you think? That's what I'm talking about. Insurance companies, oh, sure, you can go ahead and have that check. No problem. Uh, we're not paying for it, though. So, uh Good luck. God bless. But if you don't do it, what then? It could be an issue. Could be an issue. Oh, my gosh. And now April is facing the exact opposite way of the camera. If we can't see this draft porn, uh, I'm suing the zoo. That's it. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. I thought I could break that 92. I'm a little disappointed in myself, man. But I'm telling you, I mean, 71, I realize that's, uh, you know, for most people, that's probably pretty good. But I was a little disappointed in myself. And, uh, I mean, it did kind of spoil the anniversary evening. So, you know, I'm sorry about that. And, And my wife knows that I love her and it's all good. So we got a little bit more on the giraffe. I can't take my eyes off this stupid giraffe. It's unbelievable. And I just got messaged by like 10 people. There's feet. There's feet. I know. Look at the show. It's real. It's unbelievable. <laughs> now, is the other giraffe, do we know if the other giraffe in the other little cordoned off room is the partner or the girlfriend? I mean, was this artificially inseminated or was it, uh, you know, did these two giraffes take care of a little business or uh, what's the deal? Because he or she is wandering around a little, little jumpy. He's got his head on. I mean, he's kind of freaking out a little bit, so I'm guessing that's the dad. We should get the zoo on the line. Nobody else is calling him right now. So, anyway... Well, it's a busy week this week, and you know that. First, my, one of the, my favorite parts of this week was the Sean Spicer Hitler comment. Oh my God! Well, he used gas in World War II. Now everybody in the world knows exactly what he was talking about, and he should have. If he came out and apologized, he should have apologized for 
you know, I'm sorry, I forgot how dumb the American people are. Okay? Everyone knows what I was referring to. In fact, then we go back and we find commentators uh, across the board. Uh, even one of their favorites, at least was for a while, Chris Matthews, saying the same stupid thing. Did the world go on fire then? No. Why? Because you knew what he was talking about. Okay, he wasn't talking about the horrors of the concentration camps and the killing of the Jews. He was talking about the battlefield. But whatever. It's agonizing. And then we had uh, Alabama governor, or now what is now the former Alabama governor, Robert Bentley. Uh, he resigned. Um, the House Judiciary Committee in Alabama, they were going to impeach him. And then he cut a deal and stepped down. Now, he's been divorced for a year or so now. Uh, this has been going on for quite a while. And they finally, they finally got him uh, on you know, misappropriation of funds, right? So he pled guilty to two misdemeanors. They booked him. He had to resign. He had to promise he would never seek public office again. Now he's, you know, like 74 now, I think, or something like that. And the plea deal also states that he's going to waive all retirement benefits, perform 100 hours of community service as, his, uh, as, as a doctor. He's a medical doctor. And he's going to pay $50,000 in fines for uh, reimbursements to the campaign funds. Wow. Bentley, man. What are you doing? So they've been divorced for a little while now, and he has been he was cheating on his wife with his, uh, what was then his, I guess you'd call her chief of staff. Right, uh, Mason. What's her name? Rebecca, I think. Rebecca Mason, and they've been uh, hot together for quite some time. In fact, and the wife became suspicious and finally caught him, and then you know, now we're in a divorce. And Rebecca Mason, the girlfriend, she's back with hubby. She's married, and hubby is uh, apparently in his in his. Uh, Statement has forgiven her, and they're back together again. So, I mean, it was all just it's all just fun and games. Now, the governor made some missteps, first of all, which was a huge problem if you're going to cheat. Like, for instance, in 2013, with Mason's family still living in Tuscaloosa, the girlfriend's family still living in Tuscaloosa, she began spending her nights in the governor's mansion's pool house. I would guess you shouldn't let your girlfriend spend the nights in the pool house. That's probably number one on my, on my list. The governor also sent her text messages that said, I love you, Rebecca. Okay, gov. All right. You know better than to be specific with love yous in text messages. It's never, I love you, Bill. It's, I love you. I love you too. Generic. Generic, I love yous. Good for anybody. Nobody gets suspicious. Love you too. And plus, uh, don't you have, uh, really, don't you have some kind of, don't you write a note? You're writing text messages? And you screw up and text your wife? And uh, 
Mrs. Bentley, uh, the wife, began noticing that her journal, in her journal, that her husband was not as affectionate and no longer told her he loved her. She also commented that her husband no longer held her hand when they were walking together. And he claimed that it, she tried, he tried to justify it by it makes me look weak as a governor. Shut up. A, you never change little things like that. That's just dumb. Right? I mean, of course you hold her hand if you've been cheating on her. In fact, there's been numerous studies that have talked about how when you are having an affair, the person who is having an affair is becomes more affectionate to the spouse because, you know, I, I guess they're feeling guilty about having the affair. Whatever. But, I mean, so, I mean, you're walking with your wife. Hold her hand. Right? Don't, that's, a, that's a sign that should not, she, they should never have if you're going to cheat on her. Or him. Um, now, the wife became suspicious. She's thinking, hey, something is up here. Right? Now, I'm going to catch him since we go everywhere and she goes everywhere with us. So they bring the girlfriend to the beach house for the weekend. That's a problem. First of all, never don't bring the don't bring the girlfriend, the wife, to the beach house at the same time. That's just—I mean, the guy was having some issues right here. So they're all at the beach house, and the wife goes for a walk. Now she has secretly put in a recording device in the in the beach house. So she goes for a walk and comes back and listens to the recording, and the governor is all over his girlfriend, Rebecca, saying how much he loves her and wanting to put her hands on her breasts and wanting to touch her. Not a good move, Gov. Not a good move. So the wife has got him, you know, hands down there. Right? It's not, I mean, come on now. Now, also, as far as text messages goes, everything, there were uh, times when the governor would text the girlfriend with emojis, which, okay, governor texting the girlfriend with emojis is an issue all alone, but we'll let that one slide for a little bit. And it was roses, and the wife is, and she, and he texts the wife instead of the girlfriend again. And the wife is like, why is he texting me emojis? <laughs> a sure sign. A sure sign that uh, there's an issue. All right. Now, let me just say that if you're going to cheat and you have a girlfriend, get a second phone, get a burner phone, use that for the girlfriend. Are you carrying two phones now? Yes. One's for you. It's personal. This one's work. It's all work. Sorry. Or you, you know, you try to keep that second phone secret for as long as you can, but sooner or later, you know, the second phone comes out and that's just got to be for work. You could write, again, I go back to, you know, just write little notes. You can burn those bad boys. Nobody ever gets caught busting with little notes, right? Letters. I mean, but, you know, that skill is long gone. Although the governor is in his 70s, so he's got to have some kind of skill of writing, right? So the gov, I mean, you think to yourself, well, it didn't affect, you know, he denied it and denied it and denied it. And it affected his, you know, leadership for quite a while because they've had this, sneaking around thing he denied the affairs you know he's got the divorce and 
really all, and he's been, uh, it was the misappropriation of funds that, uh, you know, that was really the issue. But he had hired the girlfriend and her husband's company to do some work, so they made a bunch of money. That's why Hubby, Hubby's like, yeah, whatever. You got to be with the gov, all right? He's just dumping money into this business. All we have to do is walk around and go, Governor Bentley's great. Governor Bentley's great. We're his PR firm. Okay. Spend a few thousand and the rest the rest hundreds of thousands of dollars are all ours. So go. We'll be with the gov. So that's why he's forgetting. He's like, it's over? I don't have to. I have to actually be with you all alone now. I mean, he might have been cheating, too. I don't know the story. That would be an interesting backstory to see if the Rebecca Mason girlfriend of the governor, if her husband was cheating on her the whole time, too. So maybe they had you know, they had the open relationship, and, she, and hers was paying off. I mean, maybe his was paying off, too. Maybe they were busy. Maybe he was with some, oh, I don't know. That's just speculation on my part. But just remember, okay, don't spend the night at – don't let the girlfriend spend the night at the pool house, especially when the wife is there the, staying in the main house. Never be specific with love yous and text messages with names. That's that's dumb. Never. It's always, hey, governor, whatever your stupid name is, Robert. Hey, Robert, love you. Love you too. See how easy that is? Reply, love you too. Or he would probably send a heart you too. Don't change habits. Like the holding hands habit. The If you're sitting at some event, some governor event, and you normally put your arm around her, put your arm around her. It's okay. The girlfriend will understand it will make it better because the girlfriend will be pissed that you're sitting like that. And you can apologize to her and it will make that Time with her even hotter. Huh? Never bring, oh, whatever you do, don't bring the wife and the girlfriend to the beach house at the same time. I mean, that's clear, right? And you need to have a burner phone or, you know, at least a second phone. You don't have to call it a burner phone. You don't have to go to Walmart and get the burner phone from the, from the convenience store around the corner. But you need that second phone. Now, there are a few things that, uh, there's a few more things on the list that you shouldn't do. But uh, I'm saving those for me. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Oh. Oh. It looks like the giraffe is uh, April is over back in the corner and really uh, struggling with uh, with the birth. Uh, looks like uh, I mean, I'll just just push, push. But uh, there's a little bit. Looks like there's a little bit more of the baby giraffe child uh, protruding from April. So. Uh, I mean, hopefully it happens in the next couple hours, right? I mean, we want, I don't know how long it takes to give birth to a giraffe. It can't be that long. Spread your legs and drop that thing. So health officials in Hawaii 
have been warning residents not to touch snails or slugs with their bare hands because of an increase in cases of people coming into contact with a rare parasitic infection known as rat... Angiostrongulus can't... That's fine. That's the real name of it, but it's called rat lungworm. Now, they're blaming its sudden spread across the United States on, of course, climate change and globalization. I mean, of course, there could be no other cause than that, right? Now, it's popped up in other states, California, Alabama, Louisiana, Florida. The first known case, Taiwan, 1944. Now, it's believed to have spread to the U.S., of course, by cargo ships full of rats. Rat lungworm. It's a parasitic nematode. And it goes by the name of... Angiostrongulus cantonensis. It goes by the name of... Angiostrongulus cantonensis. Exactly. What does it go by the name of again? Angiostrongulus cantonensis. Yeah. It begins its life as an infection in rats' lungs, blood, and brains. From there, the rats defecate worm larvae that spread to other creatures like snails, slugs, and freshwater shrimp. Humans might eat one of these infected hosts, or they might eat produce that has had the worm transferred to it by a host. If you get something transferred to you by the name of Angiostrongulus cantonensis, you have rat lungworm. Now, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. I, apparently, you do not want to get Angiostrongulus cantonensis. You don't want that. That's rat lungworm. Holy cow, do you do not want rat lungworm? Oof. I mean, I don't know what all... Oh, wait, here we go. Rat lungworm disease moves into the brain. It can cause meningitis. It has symptoms include tremors, pain, and inflammation. You seriously do not this want this. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Holy cow. I turned my head for a second to tell you about rat lungworm, and the giraffe is born. April, the giraffe drops the kid. Unbelievable. We, I'm talking to you about in mental infections from rat lungworms, and it's unbelievable to me. I turn around as we go to the end of the break, and April has had the baby. The baby has been dropped in the zoo. It actually was true to life. A fantastic, beautiful child has been born to April, but it's not a child. It's actually a giraffe. And uh, it's amazing. So it actually did happen. And uh, congratulations to April. I think the other one is the dad because the dad's poking his head over going, holy cow, now I've got this stupid kid to take care of. What am I doing here? So congratulations to April and uh, congratulations to the New York Zoo for finally telling the truth and dropping a baby giraffe.